I'm Jennifer Koshenka with your Money Now. Stocks are sharply lower. The Dow Industrials down 393. NASDAQ down 118. S&P 500 down 43. The Biden administration asked the Supreme Court yesterday to uphold its decision to forgive hundreds of billions of dollars of student loan debt for tens of millions of people, arguing it was acting within its executive authority and did not need new congressional authorization. In a brief filed with the justices, the Justice Department rejected legal challenges mounted by a half-dozen Republican and led states and maintain the states did not have a basis for contesting the decision in court in the first place. The justices plan to hear arguments in the case next month. Cox Communications is officially launching a mobile business. The privately held cable and internet operator has trailed peers like Comcast and Charter Communications, which started offering mobile service to their customers in recent years. Cable operators began offering the service to try to give customers another reason not to live bro- leave broadband. That's your money now. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm-mm. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. Who, me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Ugh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. News Radio 92.3. Now it's time to play Which Host Did This? Andrew McKay, Jenna Barr, or Bobby Rossi? This host worked as a bartender in England. Who could it be? Who is it? The correct answer is Andrew McKay. Get to know our local hosts by listening to News Radio 92.3. 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. The views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the sponsor, Claimology. a thing. Our friend Matthew is here with Claymology. Good morning to you. I'm Jenna Barr. Thanks for hanging out with us here on Pep Talk. We're ready to put a pep in your step, maybe help you out in the claims world as well. 
Climology is here for you. Matthew is here for you, and he can answer your questions over the next 20 or so minutes. So text them on in, 850-437-1620, here to the Pensacola Expert Panel. How are you, my friend? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you very much. Happy New Year. Happy New Beginnings. Yes, happy New Beginnings. And most importantly, there's so much to talk about in the insurance world. So much has changed just recently. Okay, and walk me through it. Yeah, it's been crazy. The last couple of weeks, um, not only have the, have the new years brought in new resolutions for people, it's also brought in new resolutions for the insurance carriers. They were resolved to hit very aggressively in the legislative sessions to do, um, I would say, further damage to the insured's ability to receive fair representation when it comes to the insurance world and seeking indemnification. And for those that are listening, indemnification means just the ability to, basically the indemnity is getting what you are supposed to receive. That's the, that's the, basically the, yes, yes. the issue. The indemnity is to be indemnified to receive what you are claiming and to have that brought back to you in good faith and to basically like it never happened before. That's true indemnity. True indemnity under the insurance policy language should read that you were put back together like it never happened. Kind of like the tagline that ServPro uses a little bit, like it never even happened. That's not a plug for ServPro. It just is what it is. I understand. Yeah. And so that's the goal for insurance and the goal for a a public adjuster to be in this um, forum and to be in this world. Um, Our goal is to put things back, hopefully for the insured, like it never happened. However, in anything... When you retain a public adjuster, there are there are fees involved. You do lose some of the ability to recover. That's just the truth. I have we have to be very honest with that. Mm-hmm. But the issue is not that you lose the ability to recover. When the public adjuster gets involved, Opega writes a, a report that it, when Hurricane Andrew came through, hiring a public adjuster during the time of cat emergencies, it was seven hundred and fifty-seven times greater the recovery from what the insurance carrier offered. No way. That's huge. 757% more. Yeah, wow. On a non-emergency related claim, a non-catastrophic loss, which is a hurricane, a major earthquake, okay. like natural disasters. Yes. Those are catastrophic losses. Major landslides, snowfalls, things like this. On egg, on everyday losses, your pipe breaks in your home, you have water damage to your cabinets, you have a small kitchen fire or it's not a total loss. Um, those percentages are 500 and I think 45% greater than when a public adjuster is not involved. So when you hire a public adjuster to help you, you are receiving help. And there's always a trade for time and for value. And what's happening now in the legislative season is that before these last few weeks, if the insurance companies failed to respond to you and they denied your coverage unjustly, um, or they just slow paid or denied the, or delayed the payment. Sure. If you had to take the carriers to court, your fees were passed through to the insurance company. So you didn't pay any legal fees, nothing. Okay. Zero legal fees. If you were meritorious. And what that meant is like, even if you recovered just $1, just $1, you were, had the ability to have all of your attorney's fees paid for by the carrier. Because why wouldn't you? Yeah. They, you have, there's a contract in place. You paid a premium. There was a contract in force. And if you win in the legal battle, and they call it a legal because it is, it's a contest. And it's really a contest to see who is able to prove who's right. 
Of course. Really, that's, that's what, it, what is. it is. That's I yep. mean, that's the, the truth. And in this legal contest, it has been for the last 100 years here argued in the state of Florida that that's what the that's what the history is that the legal fees need to be paid by the carrier. That was just stripped away legally. They just took that away now. So what happened is this legislative session, the insurance companies got together and pressured the legislative session, the legislators, those that make the laws, to put into the books that even if you win, attorneys are no longer allowed to collect their fees from the insurance companies, mean, meaning they take percentages or money out of your claim now. So now if you have to hire an attorney and their fees can be up to 30 to 40% of your claim, you are now, regardless of whether you hire a public adjuster or not, okay. if you have to move forward into suit with your carrier, this is really important information. That's the reason why I'm bringing this out is because it's just law. It's just fact. It's what's happening. What's going on right now is that unfortunately, if you have a simple roof claim, it's fifteen, twenty, thirty thousand dollars with interior water damage, yeah. and you have to hire an attorney who's going to take thirty percent of that. That's huge. You no longer are able to recover all oh, of your you insurance can't. proceeds. No, no, you're out. You're out. You're definitely not going to be able to. Not at all. So if you have completely. a if and what this has done effectively is that it's taken a large chunk of claims that the insurance carriers had to defend and pay out when they lost, it now stripped them away because number one, attorneys won't touch it. It's too small for them. Or the insured won't want to pursue it because they're going to lose 30% of their funds anyways. It becomes a very big issue, a catch-22 for the insureds that have losses less than $50,000. Let's take, let's just say 50000 so they do, do they, they do limits? Well, like what, if it's less than this or... What I mean by that is that it's it's effectively stripped away the ability for an insured to recover appropriately because with, <sighs> when you have smaller claim sizes, now you're going to wait for a year and a half, maybe two years to get your right. roof claim settled. And then you have to pay more on top of it. Mm-mm. Where before the law passed is you could wait two years. And if you won, the insurance company paid all of the bill. That's the way that it happened in the past. That's changed. And so that's important. And that's why I think every Floridian, and right now there's so much stuff happening legislatively too as well with um, different um, premiums that are going to be offered um, for reduction of monies that number one state, basically you won't sue us. You're giving up the right to sue us for like, let's say $500 less. You'll save $500 less, but you're going to be prevented from taking action if we we behave poorly and badly on you. And that's something that you have to look out for, and that comes to your agent. So I'm going to make sure that everyone here in Radio Listener Land, we talk about a lot of stuff, but this is important. It's very, very important that you reach out and get in touch with your legislative people. Say, I am not happy with this law. Read it. Take a look at it. I am not happy. This is not representing, it's not representing us. It's not representative of the community. You are basically representing the ideas and holistic values of corporations that receive money. And that's not fair. That's not fair. And that's one thing I think Florida has always been pretty cool on is that it's been very consumer advocate friendly. Yeah. This is not consumer advocate friendly. No. Not at all. I mean, there are laws that were passed here, like the Non-Solicitation Act that was passed here. People don't want to be hassled in, in Florida for calls all the time. And so these simple things have been in effect to protect Floridians. Now they're being taken away. And so it's just very mindful. So now what that means for a public adjuster is how do we present this claim to the carrier? We still have to present it like it's like it's going to court to keep it out of court. But in the event that you need to go to court, you win. That's important if it's a valid claim. And so I'm very grateful to be in this side now and to help 
others now navigate this, these new waters and these new issues. Like they've now stripped away effectively assignment of benefits in the state of Florida, which means if you were a contractor and there was a water damage and you and you wanted to dry out someone's home because there was there was water in the house, they you are no longer have the ability to take the assignment and build a carrier for your fees and hold them accountable. So it's just created a lot of it's a lot of interesting situations. This is already in effect right now. In effect now for the last two or three weeks, yes. Okay. Just passed. So with it being January fifth, and then we have five months till the beginning of hurricane season, what can be done in between that time? I mean, we still have natural disasters. Look, we had high wind advisories the other night. Yeah. Wind can cause trees to fall. Yep. Shingles to come off, other things, right? The heavy rains, the freezes, Mm -hmm. those low temperatures, right? We haven't even touched that, which cause pipes to freeze and and, and other incidents. So what uh, you reach out to your legislator you reach out to your reg- your representatives and how do you even start a letter like that? How do you suggest somebody that is reaching out and demanding answers or change? Because we go into another legislative session coming mm-hmm. up here in a few short weeks. Um, how do you even just start that? How do you recommend somebody who's listening and going, well, that's going to hurt me. Very I need to reach out to them. Absolutely. Number one, I would say start with whether there are local groups like local small Republican groups, local small Democratic groups, regardless of public, public uh, a political party, official yeah. lines or independent or whatever you want to call yourself. I think I'm a bull moose. That's when I registered when I was 17. I was so rebellious. Like, what party do you want to be? I'm like, the bull moose party. Yes. It's been around for like 100 years. That's me. Totally. I can just jack up everything. You know? <laughs> I love that. Like, it's okay. What are you going to do? It's awesome. So, I think I registered as a Twinkie. That's it. The Twinkie party. It's all good. It's creamy on the inside. I love it. Right, right. Nothing but goodness. Always sweet. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I Sometimes love it. not good for you. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Like a cannoli. Not to oh. go off subject, I went to Philly and I was up there for the New Year's and got to go to Jersey and went to Termini Bakeries. Oh and my dude, goodness. oh yeah, I got a cannoli. Dude, I totally broke like my whole diet, like because I keep vegan for the most part. Yeah. But I was like, dude, I don't care. This is, you're going to live once. Enjoy yeah. it. Oh God, the cannolis are so good. The one food was so yummy. One will not hurt you once no, in a while. Two and cannolis. I started getting sick. I was after one. I was like, oh, no. I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> the one cannoli party. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's it. But um, no, really. How do you like diplomatically ask your representatives and say, you know, or in those those moments, go? How do you not get angry, especially as you as a public adjuster and you're working for all the people? How do you not get angry about these kind of things? A, a scene comes to mind when you say diplomatic. And I just got the scene of going to like this huge, like large table conference or just walking in and just slowly putting out like putting out like your 45 Magnum on the table. And that and you just don't say a word and you just set it down and you just you just say, may I have a cup of coffee, please? And I'd like to speak to my representative. And I'm just I'm just taking off my coat. You know, and here's my purse. Please. Yeah. Here's my here's my wallet. hand, And like that's diplomacy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But hey, that's just a movie. So what are we able to do so- now? And the, and the ability is, hey, get with your local, there are local, local groups in your county that are politically connected. Get in contact with them. Like the, like there's a, like the Young Democrats for America, the Young Republicans for America, or whatever it is, you know what I mean? Whatever those parties are, because they also have those senators and those Republicans and the governor come to their meetings. And so get on, get on the watch out. When is this person going to show up? 
let me show up and say, hey, I've got a question about this. You were involved. I see that you signed something here. This is how it adversely affects me that you represent me. But I don't really fully believe that I, we were the public was made aware of this information. Right. Like, I believe transparency is amazing. I believe that, number one, if these bills are to be passed, like before they get passed, they have to go through the public scrutiny test that say, hey, and you know what? That's why we have representatives, quote unquote, because if not, nothing would get done. Well, if nothing would get done, this law wouldn't have been passed. Right. And there would be a lot more eyes on it. Mm-hmm. And there would probably be a lot more people that would say, hey, hold up for a second. Yeah. Like maybe if we gave them a year for every bill. This has to be publicly aware for a year before something passes. That's true. And if the public doesn't weigh in, they miss the year, like a public announcement. Like, hey, this is your opportunity. And maybe they do that. I have to look into that more. Like I'm not in the political realm, but mm-hmm. I think that would be very wise because at the same time, making sure people have the voice, because I'm sure, I, I'm guaranteed, regardless of political affici- uh, affiliation, it doesn't matter if you're Republican, Democrat, you play your pre- insurance premium bills yes. and the hurricane is touching you both. You still have an insurance company. It doesn't matter who your president is. Like it doesn't matter what your political affici- affiliation is. It doesn't matter what your moral principles are and how you differ right wing, left wing. The fact is like you all share a commonality of like, hey, guess what? We're hoping that the insurance companies treat us fairly in a contract. Exactly. And that is representative of the state and your mind. So as a business, as in business, just if you think of it just in business and economics, we are all equal. There is no separation because we all earn a living. We're all here and we all want to protect the same stuff. And if we look at it that way and come together and say, hey, guess what? You know what? We may not agree on this, but you know what? Your home and my home, we need we need this to live and take care of our families. Let's start right. here and find some commonality. And that in the commonality, hey, imagine if like Democrats and Republicans all got together and said, this isn't fair. We demand 100% change. And what, what, would the, what would your Senate do? They'd be like, oh, oh my God, never this happened ever, ever, ever before. Heads would literally implode. Unity. Unity, my friends. Unity is so very important. Mm-hmm. And I've got a very interesting friend of mine who spent some time in Congress. And he said division is the most powerful thing because it keeps everything going. The minute unity happens, that's when things get scary because now there's real power with people. Mm -hmm. When there's division, we fight amongst ourselves. Yeah. And if we're able to find that unity and that common ground and come together and support each other, everything else just fades away. Before I get to this question, I believe it was C.S. Lewis said one of the best things to distract people, mostly faith-believing people, is to quarrel and dispute amongst each other instead of actually coming together and getting things done. Absolutely. So, yeah, it's doing, and that's doing the trick to continue with the madness. Uh, here is a text on our text line. If you'd like to join us, 850-437-1620. I'm Jenna Barr here with Matthew Vanderford and Claimology. I am waiting for a public adjuster to get a settlement from my insurance company. The settlement should be over $50,000. My roof has no leaks because of repairs. I have the cash to pay for it, but should I wait until the settlement is done to roof my house and have other repairs finished? Well, really, and, and again, um, there's a lot of nuances happening just with these with the questions that are being asked. As a public adjuster, I got like 100 different questions going on. But, 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 but what's this? What's going on here? Um, but in, in general, in general, um, you want to make sure you're more than entitled to put repairs together. Um, one thing that you don't want to do is jeopardize the ability for reinspections. You want to make sure that if you do have repairs that need to be placed, you go ahead and do that. If you're waiting for settlement to happen, like if you, if I, I'm not sure if the tech said they were looking for a public adjuster or had a public adjuster, but if there's a settlement 
um, approaching and you're right in line of, of, of getting a settlement release signed, I would probably pause just for a moment just to make sure all documents are signed, like everything is is just really neat and tight before you go ahead and move forward with repairs. That's just my thought of not knowing the entire situation, only because of the fact you don't want to jeopardize your settlement. You want to make sure that what that that all things are being examined properly. And so sometimes in getting in, in moving forward repairs before settlement happens, the carrier comes back and says, "Hey, guess what? They jeopardized the claim. They didn't give a sample opportunity to to uh, do inspections." And so just just some small things. Okay. I go yeah. ahead and uh, text over the information to contact you while we are chatting. Uh, and if you do have a question, I have a couple of here that are coming in. I do have a question, but I'm waiting for the question to come through. Mm-hmm. Please drop it into our text line, 850-437-1620. How do you find out? This is a good one. Okay. How do you find out what legislative changes are happening to things like your insurance policies. That's really that's really a good, powerful question. I would say the only reason why I'm aware of it is because I'm involved in it. That's it. And I, and there's attorneys that I speak with regularly. They say, hey, guess what? Legislative sessions happening. Well, there are legislative sessions that happen every single year, and they're and they're in there, like they are designed. And so what they will do is they'll talk about. I knew they they put a notice about what bills are going to be coming up. However, these bills are like so many pages long. There is so much stuff slammed into this bill. Like, it's just like, okay, we're going to talk about trees. We're going to talk about cars. We're going to talk about health. We're going to talk about home. Like, it's just like, what are you going to... So there's a lot of different things. And I'm being facetious when I say that, but things do get buried in the text. And that is intentional. It's intentional. It's intentional that these bills are wordy and things get buried in the text. That's just, that's how things get passed in these quote unquote late night sessions. They're, they are actually calling for a special session. Yes. A special session, I think in February or March, which I, from my understanding has to do with specifically um, potentially more insurance claims issues, that being public adjusters. So I'm not really sure what's going to happen. Like we've, we've had some conversations with some other attorneys and another PA. Um, however, um, there is more legislative talk and there and they want to make it special because it's it, it has to be immediate. Why? Because number one, they're in financial troubles. That's just the truth. I mean, if you really, really look at what's happening and why people are bailing out, it's because they're not able to be held accountable. And then if they bail out, they don't have to pay it either. Well, that's I mean, the other thing is accountability really will lead to answers. Mm-hmm. And when you can't be account held accountable, like, you know, what... What's the point? What's the right. po- what's the point? Uh, what should I do if uh, FPL damage basically collapsed my concrete driveway by driving their tree cutting trucks through my yard? Also ripped my AT and T cable from the pole, but AT and T fixed that and build them, and is giving me a runaround. How do I need to document get receipts for that driveway that was put back in? Uh, how do you go about something like that? Is that that's a lot. Yeah, those are a lot of different nuances on it. <clears throat> um, number one, the last thing that you want to do if your property's been damaged is to file an insurance claim on your own home. And that's just because you're not, you don't need to do that. That's your last resort. However, as a homeowner or a business owner, if you have policies that cover it, you want to do that as a backup, as a tertiary backup to number one, make sure that the other parties are held accountable. So the first thing you want to do is you want to make sure that you contact a tree trimming service. You want to make sure that you have them file a claim for liability. You want to make sure that they give you the claim number four, that they put you in contact with the adjuster and that you send all the bills and the receipts, everything to the tree trimming company because they are ultimately responsible. They should be. However, they might not. Have, they might have subbed the work out. So you, it, it takes. I've had this happen where um, a roofing company came out um, a gutter and they subbed out a gutter 
to a home. The gutter was done absolutely horribly. Um, not the way that it should be. It's been documented by that. I mean, it's been documented, documented. Um, and subsequently, now the insurance companies are fighting with each other. The contractors saying, we're not responsible. The subcontractor's fault. The subcontractor's say, hey, it's not our responsibility. The GC's responsible. However, ultimately, there is you, you want to you press the company that caused the damage to file a liability claim and move forward. And then anyone else, like with AT&T, with the bills, um, you, you just really want to work with them. And again, everything that you want to put on to that first party, which is, and, and that's called a third party claim in the state of Florida. And public adjusters are allowed to adjust first and third party claims. Okay. So if you need any more questions, if you have anything, always reach out to us at claims at insuranceadjusterschoolhouse.com. Again, that's claims at insuranceadjusterschoolhouse.com. That's a great place to put questions in and we'll help field some answers for you. Absolutely. Well, first of all, Matthew, thank you for coming in and uh, just informing us about the changes. Again, if you'd like to reach out to him, have all the information on our website under our podcast page, just search for Claimology in the search bar or look under Pensacola Expert Panel. You'll see my smile and face and then see the logo for Claimology. That's newsradio923.com or you can head on over to insuranceadjusterschoolhouse.com for Claimology. Happy New Year. New beginnings to you, my friend. Thank you. Happy New Year to you. Lots of good things for you. Absolutely. That's what we're hoping for. Good things, good change happening in the months to come. Hey, have a fantastic day. I'll talk to you tomorrow with Dr. McMillan from the Neal Clinic. Dependable traffic on the